Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Friday. We made it to the end of the week, October 28th, 2022. Hopefully, you guys are doing okay. Everyone listening in on the audio-only version. Hopefully, you're having a good run out there. It was warmer today on my run than I was expecting, so I ended up being a little bit hot. Hopefully, it uh, you have dressed correctly for the weather for this run. And for those of you watching on YouTube, but later, after the fact... Hopefully uh, cleaning up after dinner is going well while you got this on in the background and uh, hopefully you're having a great day. All right, let's see who we got here in the chat. We got Jonathan Crossley says, happy Friday all. Sean says, hey everyone, with a wave, still stuck to the couch, still heavily medicated. Well, hopefully you're uh, better soon. Eliza says, hi co-fam, almost a weekend. Hope nice runs are being planned. Yeah, I'm going, I moved my long run. It was supposed to be today. Because I switched up to that kind of like nine-day schedule, um, or I guess three-day schedule, uh, but just too much work to do. Uh, I wanted to get that Osmo Action 3 video out today. It's doing really poorly, as I anticipated, even though it takes more work than a regular video. But I got it done, uh, and I'm pretty happy with it. But that just took up all morning, and that delayed some other things, other shoe that I needed to film for this long run that I want to do, so... I'm just, and I'm also exhausted. So I thought I would just move it all to tomorrow. And I think that's going to be good. So it'll be a nice workout, some new shoes. Very excited about it. Uh, Luke Klein says, happy Friday, everyone. Tristar G says, Yoko, happy Friday. And all right, let's see. Kyle Massa says, happy Friday, y'all. And Mark says, hey, everyone. little carb load lunch for me before a two and a half marathon tomorrow. All right. Well, good luck tomorrow, Mark. You have to let us know how it goes when we come back on Monday. Martha says, hi, everyone. And Tim Sue says, happy Friday. Hope you're all doing well. Cool. All right. Uh, Stephen Lung says, hi, everyone. With a bunch of E's at the end. I think that's how you would say that. Hmm. All right. Uh, Martha said, just had to do 30 minutes on the treadmill to test the Nova Blast 3. And wow, it was love at first step. And at a range of speeds, finally, a Nova Blast that not only works for me, but superbly. Well... That's good news, Martha. I'm glad that you really like this one. I've been I've been a big fan, but I haven't run in. I guess I ran in the Nova Blast trails at the Chicago Shakeout. I have my Nova Blast three. I think I have them in here downstairs in the retired pile. I don't. Do I have them upstairs? Maybe they're upstairs. I'm not sure where they are, but I've been running in the Nova Blast three trails as well, and those have also been fun. But I don't think that they're as good. I mean, we're talking very slight margins but i don't think they're as good as the regular ones but it's definitely a good shoe i've been racking up miles in the more version four i'm at 80 miles now i'm going to try to hit the 100 mile mark on them before i get to new york so that's kind of the goal i don't know i don't i don't usually like to to review two shoes from the same brand in a row i'm planning on monday's video being the sc elite review video and then it doesn't give me a lot of time for the weekend. I have a video already planned for Thursday night. That means if I wanted to do the more version four, it'd have to be Wednesday. I don't know. Maybe I'll just save that for some recovery discussions after New York Marathon. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do. I don't know. All right. Jason Dahl says, hey, everyone. I bumped into Eric P. yesterday at Revolution Brewing. Super cool to meet a fellow Kavuzian in real life. Oh, that's so cool. And at a great place, too. I haven't been to Revolution Brewing in a long time. But they have really good food there and really good beers. What did you have to drink, Jason? Did you have um I mean, I I've always been a big fan of the Fist City 
I know that one's really bitter and like very spiced. And I normally don't like very bitter and very spiced beers, but especially once it starts to get chilly out, the Fist City is really delicious. Very curious. Oh man, I got I got to go back and get some. I think. All right. Amadita Dicochea says, I hope I said that right. This is first time making it to your live after over a year. Good vibes. Well, welcome and glad to have you here. Uh, Lou says, what day are you landing in New York City? I'm landing Thursday. So I get in Thursday morning. I have to leave like super early in the morning to get to the airport on time. Hopefully. So our blue car, the one that I bought from my mother-in-law, that we bought from my mother-in-law, um, that one's getting transmission work done. I'm hoping it's finished before, I mean, I hope it's ready so that I can drive it to the airport. That's kind of a weird thing to say. But otherwise, then I have to have, find like a car service or have my wife drive me. Sometimes like scheduling an Uber to get to the airport from here will cost like oh, close to a hundred bucks. And I just don't want to do that. So I'm thinking... Maybe that car will be ready, but if not, because like my flight's at like at nine or eight, super early, annoyingly early. But um, I've got I've got a lot of stuff scheduled for Thursday. I didn't tell you guys about it because it's secret. Uh, but you'll get you guys will get to see it like Thursday night. But that's the video that's coming out Thursday night. But um, yeah, so that's why I got to get in Thursday. So I don't have much enough a lot of time for to do stuff on Thursday. I don't even know if I'm going to get in a run on Thursday. That's how busy it's going to be. It's one of those days. But it should be a lot of fun. Um, and then starting Friday, you guys know where I'll be at. Uh, Amadita says, so excited for New York City. Hope to meet you at the ShakeOut. Yeah, I'll be there. There's two opportunities. Friday um, at the New Balance ShakeOut at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And then Saturday at 10.30 at the other New Balance ShakeOut with Believe in the Run. And like basically the entire running world will be there too. So it'll be, it'll be fun. Hopefully I, I get to meet you there. Uh, Steven Lung said he won't be able to make Coach Shakeout, but hoping to make the Believe in the Run one on Saturday. I'd say if you can only make one, go to the one on Saturday. That's going to be the bigger one. I feel like there's more stuff happening for that one too. I think they're bringing more. I mean, because I, I was like, when I talked to New Balance about it, I'd already knew, known that Believe in the Run was doing one on Saturday. And I was like, I'm going to go for a run on Friday. People are going to want to go. So let's just do something. It doesn't have to be a big deal. And they were like, they were like, well, oh, tell us what you need. So they were really great about it. And I was like, I don't think that many people come, but um, just a place to meet, maybe. And they're like, oh, let's do that. We'll get you guys some food. We'll get you guys some beverages and refreshments, shoe demos. I'm like, oh, okay. But I think the one on Saturday is going to have better food, <laughs> much better food. And, um, cause that's the main one, Be better food. And also I think there's going to be giveaways too. So that's, that's the one to go to. If you can only make one, I would say, um, Monica and uh, Hyunoo says, Jay from LA says, uh, TGF quick question. Which GPS do you watch you like the most Think about by the Coros apex because of the longer battery life? Um, I mean, I think, I think I enjoy here. Here's the thing. I, I'm going to give you a bad answer. I'm going to give you two two options. I really like the Polar watches. Overall, I think it's great. I like the the pacing seems in in run pacing seems very the most accurate to me. And um the sleep tracking. I I have a hard time leaving their sleep tracking. It's really good. 
But I also really like the Garmin 255 music. Not because I use the music part. I guess you could just get the regular Garmin 255. Because I like the maps. And the screen is bigger and a touch brighter. I think I'm getting old and I just like the really bright screens. Um, the Koros watches have crazy, crazy long life. Um, so those are good. But the Apex is a kind of an old watch though, right? So like, um, I don't know if the Apex would be the one, because the Apex came out, the Apex was already an old watch back when like the Koros Pace 2 came out. Because I reviewed the Apex, the first one, um, and I remember being really, really late to it. I just wanted to review a Koros watch. And so that's the one I reviewed. And then the Pace 2 came out at the same time. And I was like, oh, I wish I would have waited like a week and reviewed that one instead because I think that one would have done better. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, those are the two, but, but between the Pacer Pro and the 255, those are the ones that I found myself like bouncing back and forth between right now. <laughs> you guys like putting the mind in front of stuff. My blue car, my wife. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Um, oh, Jason said at Revolution Brewery, it was Antihero's 10-year anniversary party, so I had that, and a special release, Imperial Antihero. Lots of IPAs last night. See, I can't do the Imperial. It sounds like it was such a lovely drink. It sounds fancy. It sounds like something that is delightful, but they're just so strong. Um, but Antihero 10-year anniversary, has it been 10 years already? That's such a good beer. I mean, I think it's amazing that, like, they made an entire, like, franchise off of that. Um... Not franchise, but like, you know, they've made an entire like capsule, I guess. It has its own sub brands. But the antiheroes, so good. So good. Mm. Martha says, IPAs are generally too bitter for me, but once in a while I've tasted one I've liked. More of a multi dark beer fan, but also in between. Yeah, I can't I once when they get too strong, like then or when, or when they get very like nerdy, then I'm like, oh, I don't know. I can't, I can't, it's too much thinking for me. And I'm like, is it good to drink after a run? Does it taste good with salty, fatty food, <laughs> like bar food? You know, like those are like the things, will I enjoy it sitting by a fire? Like those are, that's kind of my criteria. But like sometimes I have to think about beers and then it gets too hard. That's how I feel about wine too. Like if I, if I got a, if I got to really like s swirl it and, you know, like sometimes I feel like, um, like wine and scotch drinkers, like really know how to take the fun out of drinking. Right. We have you, have you ever like tried to learn how to, like how to appropriately taste scotch? You're supposed to like inhale a certain way, like put the glass like over your nose, like exhale into the glass and then, and then inhale. So you blow into you know, like all these things. And then you're supposed to like literally chew it like to, I don't know, like aerate your own palate or whatever, like all that stuff. It just, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a scotch or a whiskey purist either. I like an ice cube in there. Not too many, just one, uh, like one big one if we can. I don't have a special ice cube maker though. I'm not, I'm not that fancy. Um, my brother-in-law has them though. So when I go to my sister's house, he's always like, hey, you, you want you want some whiskey? I got some good stuff. I'm like, yes, I do. 
so it's nice um but yeah i don't i don't know like anything anytime like a, a booze it's too complicated i'm just like mm. quantity over quality that's kind of <laughs> at a certain point <laughs> um as Kazat says when are you gonna do another triathlon um i've got i've got back on zwift i'm on zwift now um i did another 30 minute session yesterday two days ago um i might i might hop on today or i might do it after my long run tomorrow I'm not sure um but the for me the the i was just so bad at swimming um i got i gotta find a pool for my kids to swim at too because i feel like they haven't been in the water for a little bit so i'd like to get them back in the water um one of my uh friends from law school her daughter was also in my daughter's swim class. Like we didn't know that we, we knew we both went to the same swim school, but we ended up being in the same swim class, even though her daughter is like a year or maybe two years younger than mine. And then I just saw on Instagram uh, last weekend that her daughter was like, is on a swim team now and like had her first swim meet. And I was like, oh man, I mean, awesome for her and, and her daughter, but like, man, we should, we should have got my daughter in that too. So I feel bad about that. So, we got to find a pool that we can all, I don't, we don't all have to be able to swim in it, but my first priority is to get my kids a pool to swim in, get on, get in some lessons. And then I think I need to like find a place where I can take like lessons, lessons. Cause I just do not know how to swim and until then, then I think I'm going to take a break. It's just, it's, it was just so unpleasant. Hmm. Uh, Martha says, I've been really digging Erin Azar and believe in the run. She's hilarious. I propose a collab between her and Series Runner. <laughs> Two self-declares, both humorous and typo antipodes of, of each other. Yeah, I mean, she's great. I met her at, I met her in person. I told you this. Did I tell you guys this yesterday? I met her at the running event last year in person. Um, I was just thinking about that today because I was listening to that Believe in the Run podcast on my run today. And I was like, it was like me and Aaron were like the only two people weren't not the only, but like it was Texas. And so not a lot of people were wearing masks. Aaron and I were, I was like, yes, we're on the same team here. <laughs> uh, Eric says, yo, what's up everyone? Just got back from Lakeshore, 17 plus mile run. Gorgeous day. Yeah. I mean, it was nice out today, wasn't it? it it's nice out here in the suburbs, 45 miles away. But yeah, I'm glad you had a good run out there. I think all the water fountains are off now, though. Right? Usually, it's right after, shortly after the Chicago Marathon, all the water waterfall uh, water fountains turn off. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Kurt says there's a whole thing with all the new craft beers as well. You're supposed to do the breathing thing too. I refuse. I mean, I suppose if like I went to a place and like you know, the brewer is there and he's like, Hey, I want you to try these. And here's how I want you to try it. You know, like I, I, I made this for you, like kind of thing. I may, maybe I would, but if like a server was just like, here's how, here's how we recommend you taste our flights. I'd be like, I know how to drink this. <laughs> I'm that old curmudgeonly man. Now, I guess. But yeah. I'm not doing the breathing. It just, it just makes me hyperventilate. <laughs> Eliza said that she started um, following her recently. She is hilarious. She, I mean, you know what I was thinking about? Like, I think everyone like underestimates her because um, she's just like pretty goofy and very like, very casual. But like, 
she has a really like a really sharp sense of comedic timing just really good and that's what makes uh that's why she's so powerful on on short form i think because her comedic timing is just really excellent and so i think that's i think that often goes unno unnoticed um because her humor just seems so kind of like not slapsticky but like very physical in a lot of ways but she's I, th I think she's much more comedically savvy she makes it feel like it's just so natural and just this is like how it comes out and not to say that it's very calculated but i think she knows how to package it in a really entertaining way that's why that's why it's so addictive like you watch one and you're like more 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 Mm, Raj Kumar says, looking forward to your shakeout in New York City. RSVP question, how do you compare the SC version 3, the SC Elite 3s to Sky Plus since that is your favorite shoe? Thanks. Um, I think that the Sky Plus has more in the forefoot. So there's more of that like big giant like compression pad in the front, um, which is what I generally tend to like. The SC Elite um, has a lot of squish. And then at the end, there's a little bit of spring back that comes from the carbon fiber plate. So it feels like a, it, I mean, the better way to put it is the SC Elite 3 is a really great iteration on the RC Elite 3. It fixes the two things that I thought were a problem with the RC Elite 3. I thought the RC Elite 3 was like a little bit too squishy in terms of like you're losing a little bit of speed in it. And I feel like I didn't get a lot of pop from that carbon. This year, I feel like they fixed both of those things. So that, so if you're familiar with the RC Elite 2, that's probably a better way for me to describe what's going on there rather than comparing it to like what's in the Sky Plus, right? So the other way to think about it is like, if you don't know, maybe you only have a Sky Plus or some other shoes, like RC Elite, I think is very different than say like Sky Plus, Adios Pro 3 and like Alpha Fly. I haven't tried Alpha Fly 2. But I think those are kind of like all going for a similar kind of thing in the forefoot. Uh, where I think that the SC Elite version 3 uh, probably most benefits midfoot strikers um, the best because of that energy arc, the way they have that carbon fiber plate. So that's the way I would kind of look at those. I think I think someone asked this exact same question yesterday. I don't know if it was you, Raj. So if there's something more specific that I'm not hitting that you're really trying to figure out the answer to, can you be more direct, please? Sean says, Heineken Light and Bud Light are my fridge at all times. No fancy beer here. Um, nothing wrong with those. Um, I mean, I mean, Heineken's always, there's a lot of like, bring, Heineken's always bring me back. A lot, a lot of older Korean dudes, like when I was growing up, the old Korean dudes loved Heineken. It was like the beer. Whenever you go to like a Korean restaurant, Korean restaurants don't really have a ton of like Sapporo. They don't have a lot of Japanese beers, but they'll have a lot of uh, Italian lagers um, and also like Heineken's. Heineken's are just really Koreans like like get fixated on certain like brand names, like Burberry is one of them, um, but Heineken is another one of those. So like when when I think about Heineken's, I think about old Korean dudes. <laughs> That's like a weird thing that comes into my mind. Um, but Bud Light, yeah, I used to be, I used to drink so much Bud Light when I lived in St. Louis and then moving to Chicago, then it became Miller Light. And then, you know, I just put a couple of Miller Lights in the fridge cause we had some in the pantry, but we didn't have any ones cold, but my father-in-law was coming today 
I put some in there. We've got some Crystal Lake beers. There are the Oktoberfest beers and some of the beachy wheat ones. So I think he could drink any of those. But I just put extra, some extra Miller Lights in the fridge just in case. But I think his beers is Coors Light. He likes those. I don't have any of those. Maybe I'll go to the store. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about, like, oh, do I need to get some Coors Lights today? I don't know. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I just remember when I drank a lot of Bud Light, I thought Miller Lights tasted really weird. And now when I go back to a Bud Light, I'm like, this tastes a little funny. Doesn't that taste how I remember it? <laughs> Frank says, I bet you if you started taking video shots of Scotch, you'd suddenly have a sophisticated palate for them. Maybe if I kept thinking about it more, but I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it that much. Shoes, I enjoy thinking about more, right? But like, I, I just don't want to think about the Scotch that much. And I also, I definitely don't want to have to get a video camera out set up a shot, worry about lighting, worry about, I, that would ruin it for me. I just want to enjoy the beverage. Um, yeah. <laughs> you mess, messing with a good thing, Frank. <laughs> hmm. Kurt says, for the record though, he's a Irish whiskey guy. I do like the Irish whiskeys. Um, I just don't like it. You know, I guess it's like with my beers too. Um, you know, when the beers get like too kind of like, um, nerdy, I guess is nerdy is usually the word I use for, for beers, but for the whiskeys, I was like, once they start tasting a little too much like dirt and grass, then I'm like, I don't know if I want it that much. Then, then you got to really, then you're like, oh, if this is like the word, like peat, like peaty, I don't know, I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, the Irish whiskeys usually are a little bit easier for me to understand, generally speaking. Or maybe it's just my preference for the cheaper ones that, that does that. So, uh, I don't know. I, 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 you know what? And I gotta admit, I don't always know the regionality of the beverages that I'm drinking. So, sometimes I glom them all together in similar categories. Mm -hmm. Gary wants to know, is anyone running the Dublin Marathon on Sunday? Mm. I am not, but that sounds that sounds lovely. What's what's the drink at the end? Is there a drink at the end? Is that a is that a thing in in the UK and in Europe? Because I feel like now in the US, it's, at this point, it's like if there isn't alcohol at the end of the race, I'm like, what what's going on with that? Why not? But I. I could very easily see that in like a lot of countries that would not be the case. I mean, if it's a 5k, maybe not, but I mean, the last rate 5k I did was the Oktoberfest and that was an Oktoberfest themed race. So that had beer at the end. And the one before that was in Eugene. There's lots of beers at the end of that one. So I don't know. Uh, Lou wants to know, is Aaron going to the believe in the run shakeout? Yes. She's going to be there. <laughs> and you know what I just saw? My wife showed this to me. She goes, Aaron's going to be busy. I'm like, what do you mean? She shows me on her phone. She's going to be at the Fleet Feet, the same Fleet Feet place. I think the same Fleet Feet place for a meet and greet from 12 to 3 for three, three hours after doing a shakeout. <laughs> She's amazing. She knows. She works. She works. Kurt says, oh, I, get, I get it. LOL. I'll take a sniff or two when it comes to wine, but after the first taste, I'm just drinking it. Yeah, I mean, I'll still take a sniff of the wine. I do, you know, I understand that it helps 
open up, you know what I mean? It gets you ready to really taste everything that's happening because it is a little bit, it can be if you want to enjoy it that way, more complex than say a light beer, you know? Um, and for scotch and whiskeys, I do take a good sniff just because I like the smell. Um, and it is, it is nice. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. You know, once, once you're in it, you know, one, I mean, like, it's like once you're in the water, you don't need to splash yourself some more. You know what I mean? <laughs> CB76 says, if you close one eye, one eye, one eye when you take a sip, is it one eye? Why not both? I could, I could do both. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see. Um, Jonathan Crossley said, I uh, ran for the first time in the endorphin speed. It was a great long interval and tempo shoe. Uh, which one? The first one or number three? I like one and three. Two is pretty much the same as one, but I do think it firmed up a little bit. Maybe that's just my imagination. Three, I want to love three so much. Someone gave me a long comment on the um, Triumph 20 video because I mentioned that poking sensation. And they were like, it's not, it doesn't have to just be Morton's Neuroma. There are many metatarsal conditions that fit the description of what you're describing. And I'm like, I'm not disagreeing. I didn't, I didn't respond yet. The person's very, probably, you know, probably exactly right. They're like, there's various metatarsalgias that can present that way. And I'm like, I know. And they also said, like, some shoe geometries will just affect you. And I'm like, I know. I think you're saying it much more scientifically and precisely than I, I do. I wish I could get along better in that Endorphin Speed 3 because it is a great long-run interval shoe. Like, if you got a long run, some marathon miles in there, maybe a half marathon pace mile, you know what I mean? Then that's a great, great shoe. Or, or even a workout, too. I could do mile repeats, you know, what I mean? if I could, if my feet could handle it, I would do mile repeats in that shoe, you know. Adam says, just lurking today. Don't know how much snark in me today. That's okay. You don't have to be snarky. Every, you don't have to be on for us, Adam. You can just, just be here. That's all, that's all we need. Kurt says, Heineken's always give him a hangover. I can have one and then I'll have a headache. Is that from, is that a memory? Is that a conditioned response? Is that, or is there, do you think there's something in the the recipe for Heineken that does that? All right, let me scroll down. I'm I'm way behind you guys. Um, <laughs> my metatarsals. <laughs> oh man. Moonwalker says, if you were given the opportunity to train under Elliot Kipchoge at his running camp in Kenya, but you would have to commit to a year of training, all expenses paid, would you take it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, because then I, could, I would, you know, you you do it. I would make a ton of writing content on it. I could probably write a book about it. You know what I mean? Um, kind of like uh, Matt Fitzgerald's book when he trained with an AZ Elite. Yeah, that's an that's an easy decision. It would stink to miss my family for that long, you know. But I think that they would understand. Um, but yeah, it would be it'd be really fascinating. He drinks a lot of chai tea in the afternoons, he says. So I feel like I get, get I could get along with that. You know, all the other food I can get used to, I think. Um, and then like just living in a commune kind of thing, I think I would enjoy it a lot. Mm. 
Lucas says, I've had two pairs at the end of speed one and I need a new pair, but everyone keeps scoring these great deals. I want to deal too. I think if you just keep waiting, if you can wait, he says you need a new pair. Um, yeah, you know, I think that my, I think was, is it Roadrunner Sports? No, Running Warehouse has a thing that they could, you could be on like an email list for when certain shoes go on sale or something like that. That's what my running buddy says he does. That's why I'll get an email at some point being like, what do you think about the Ghost 11? I'm like, I think we're on 14, dude. I was like, I know, but I like, I found a pair for 80 bucks. And I'm like, okay, no. <laughs> um, but I did just buy a new pair of Brooks shoes. They should be in soon. I bought the new... I guess they're yeah, new, right? They, they just came out the glycerin twenties, but they're, I think, I think they're called stealth. I don't know why they just don't call it knit, but it's the knit version of the glycerin 20. Um, it's the one that I saw on a mannequin at TRE last year. And I was like, that's the Brooks shoe that I'm going to review. Cause I was like, uh, Hyperion tempo. I think it's just a color change. I'm not that excited in te- uh, and Hyperion elite three. The Caldera is interesting, maybe, but I'm like, that glycerin, I want. It's the new DNA Law version 3. I haven't heard much about it. I'm sure there's been a lot been written about it already, but I haven't seen it. So I'm excited to see. I think I, I would love it if it worked out well for me between New York and CIM. Martha says, regarding shoe geometries, some apparently make me supinate slightly, but enough that my right shoe wears through the outsole and the lateral edge only while nowhere else is affected. Saucony primarily. Hmm. Yeah, well, you know what? I think it's because a lot of Saucony shoes have that medial that right underneath the arch on like the meat on the interior side, like under like right on, I guess on the medial side. That might kick things out a little bit extra. You know, I wore the Kuros. Um, foot pod thing. It's not a foot pod. It's a foot pod, and it's also a hip. It's all along the waist. Um, I think I lost. I think I might have lost it though. I don't know where it went. I had it on my waistband, and I forgot. Um, I think hopefully it's in the car, but I haven't seen it. Um, but it does. When you wear it on your waistband, it gives you um, left right imbalance information, and mine say fifty point. Usually it's like 50, not quite 51, but close to 51% um, percent right. I don't know if that means I'm leaning more to the right or what. But that could explain why like my knees like are messed up in a certain way. Or it could be because my left ankle is bothering me. You know, I don't know. So that's the kind of information that I'm trying to get to see like what are the imbalances in my gait. Because I know I do run funny still, but. It'll be interesting to see what the numbers say. Yeah, Luke Line said, like, um, Adarna and Finn did that with running with the Kenyans. Yeah. But he brought his family down, though, when he did it. And I'm just like, that's a bigger... I, I think in some ways it's easier because your family's there with you, but it's also, like, scarier because then you're bringing three other people there with you, too, and... You know, you're there because it's like a chance of a lifetime. For everyone else, it's like, I got to deal with this country where I don't speak the language. Everyone thinks I'm weird and none of the food's the same. You know, it's like a big 
difference. So I think if I were invited, you know, not that anyone's going to invite me to go to a Nike camp, but um, yeah, I, I would take the opportunity. Do I have to wear do I have to wear Zoom flies all the time? <laughs> then maybe not. <laughs> Frank says he's been looking for some deals on some endorphin speeds as well. Hmm, that's interesting. Jonathan says, speaking of Hyperion Elites, Jonathan says, Hyperion Elite 2s are 100 bucks or worth the buy. For $100, I would use them as a workout shoe. They're pretty solid for mile repeats. Um, and then for like, um, I, I wouldn't want them for super long runs. I just feel like it's still a little bit on the firm side for me. I guess if you're the type that rolls really smoothly from like midfoot all the way forward, then it's nice. But for me, like landing on the forefoot, I just didn't. I, didn't, I feel like it's a good shoe, but I wanted, I usually like to have a little bit more compression in the forefoot and a little bit more pop, and I don't get it quite as much from the Hyperion Elite 2s. But for a hundred bucks, if you need it, if you need that, but I would, I, it's not my, I, not my favorite. I don't think I've ever raced a marathon in them, and I don't know that I would want to. Steven C says he got three pairs of Audio 6 for 39 pounds, 40 pounds. That's crazy. <laughs> Did you have to buy? Oh, he says each. I was like, what? I was like, what is this? You got to buy three pairs of them, but you get them for 40 pounds? It's a pretty good deal. <laughs> I mean, even even in for one, that's a good deal. It's a good shoe. Mara says that the knit version is called Stealth. Yeah, so I have the... Glycerin 20 Stealth. That one's coming in. I think I got the email today that it just shipped. So while I was doing the um, 30 Days No iPhone, I was just going through my email a lot on my watch because I just needed something to scroll. And I I had been like floating around like high 200s to 300 unread emails. Now I could keep it. Now I'm under like 30. <laughs> and those are just unread because I just like I'm saving that for late just as a way to so i don't lose it um but because that number is low now like i really see how many emails i get and i'm like for someone that doesn't have like a regular job you know what i mean i feel like i get a lot of emails like from the time i went to bed and when i woke up maybe this isn't a lot of emails because i don't i mean i don't do a lot of newsletters i don't you know like I probably should be getting more newsletters from brands and stuff too, but I don't, I'm not signed up for their mailing lists. But like I had like, I went from 30 to 80 in the time that I was sleeping. And I was like, that's, that's a lot. That's too many. Most of them I just delete right away. Like just reading the title is enough if I need to get anything out of them. And one of those was the Brooks email. I mean, am I complaining too much? What are, what are your emails like? Hmm. TV76 says, being a trophy husband is a full-time job. I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough. I'm working on it. You know, I got the kettlebell. I got to do my strength training. I got to bulk up, you know. Got to look the part. <laughs> uh, mm, let's see. Um, Angel Johnson says, now that it's getting cold and dark earlier, there are less people on the lakefront. 
safety tips and tools for a female that runs alone in the evening. I mean, that's a tougher one. Um, I mean, I don't, I know this doesn't help you very much, but I've always felt very safe running pretty much at all hours along the lakefront. Um, but one of the things that I do see a lot of people wear, especially women wearing along the lakefront, or I did see wearing along the lakefront is those vests. It, it's like, um, it, it's like as thin as like a glow stick, but it like goes all over like the front and back. It almost kind of looks like a butterfly on like a safety vest. So people wear that. So it's nice and bright. And I just feel like, you know, if someone's really visible, it makes them less likely of a target. I think, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, sometimes those kinds of attacks safety wise are, it doesn't matter what you're wearing, I guess. But, um, I know that there's a lot of people that run along the lakefront carrying mace, uh, like the pepper spray, or they carry that thing. It like, it's like a ring that goes on your hand and it's got like a, like a wedge on it. So it's kind of like a sharp, sharp edge that people wear too. Um, a lot of people also, I think lighting is a big thing that I would do just so that way it's like, I feel like if it's no, if you're noticeable, then someone would notice if you got like jumped is kind of how I think about it. But I'm also not an expert because I don't usually like lighting for me is about visible me seeing not a safety issue. So I don't have the right perspective, I think, to really answer this question. Mm, but it looks like we got some good answers in the chat. Eliza says the Knox gear vest is one of my favorite pieces. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Uh -huh. Adam says maybe get a dog. Um, there are a lot of people that walk, at least out here, and maybe it's because out here people have space for animals more. But most of the people that I see out walking have a dog with them. Not that I think it's necessarily a safety thing, but I do see that a lot here. Mark says, do you ever wrestle with the sadness of the waste involved in only taking shoes 100 miles? I love buying new shoes, but I struggle not squeezing as many miles out of them as I can. Yeah, I, I alleviate that, at least conscience-wise. I don't know if it actually does, by donating more of them um, to, like, Goodwill or Salvation Army or something like that. Someone that my wife works with, she was mentioning, like, um, uh, is from Africa. And he'll just send, like, a box of shoes, collecting them from his friends. And not just, like, running shoes, but, like, casual shoes and stuff, too. Like, either bought cheaply new or sometimes he'll just buy a bunch real cheap just to get a whole bunch of them. Or he'll collect lightly used ones and send them back. She's like, you should give them something. I'm like... I got like two boxes right now and we'll send it. But then I'm like, it costs a lot of money to ship that much shoes. Can I just write him a check? <laughs> you know, but then I'm like, then it doesn't solve my shoe problem. I still got a lot of shoes. So, well, we're probably going to do send him a shipment of shoes. Um, but yeah, I just wish that there were a better way to do it. Cause I feel like I don't want to like paralyze myself with, well, but then there's a carbon footprint to shipping the shoes around the country and around the world. But I also don't want to be like, just get involved in all sorts of project creep. But maybe that's something that I can brainstorm. With. You know, maybe when I go to TRE, I can maybe brainstorm with maybe some other brands 
or oh man did i lose a camera already boy maybe I, let me switch over real quick guys there we go so you get to see that there we go all right um but maybe we got a way to brainstorm with some of the brands or maybe some of the other people that i know that are going to be there try to figure something out some sort of like shoe drive where would, where would we take the shoes that's the other thing um jonathan all right listen we got an email check-in jonathan says he gets emails work runs about 75 per day yeah that's way more than me eric says 40 but like 40 60 mostly junk or ignored yeah i would say that like i don't know that i got 75 i got 75 in my work inbox when i had like a regular job um but like eric mine most of those were junk or ignored or other like because i was following like i would subscribe to like law firm newsletters and like other legal vendor newsletters and stuff so like yeah a lot of that stuff would just get deleted let's see who else is any oh martha says a siren is another good idea i've been seeing this story about like a group in san francisco's chinatown giving out these little uh like these little keychain things and if you just pull it apart it'll start giving off a siren and then like the news was like so we tested it we walked down the street behind groups of people and just started ringing the alarm to see if anyone would actually react to it and of course everyone did because i think they thought that maybe wasn't loud enough but that that could be something too um Dad around says, yo, everyone here in Hollywood running with lights is bad. You don't want to be seen. You don't want to be a target Roman pepper spray and a knife. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think I just don't have the right perspective on it because I haven't personally had to worry about it. I've been fortunate. Um, Carrie says, pepper spray works on people and animals. I need to get some for my better half. New York State is pretty difficult to buy it. Is it? Hmm. Every time I think of like pepper spray, I think, of course, of not of course, but I think of bear spray as well, and how Ginger Runner runs with bear spray, and other people that run in the Pacific Northwest, or I guess, <coughs> excuse me, or I guess in the West, run with bear spray. Hmm. Eric says, "Uh, I'll carry pepper spray on the trails in Colorado." Hmm. Daniel Daniel Wilson, does anyone run with bear spray? Hmm. Scott says, when I run in the mountains, I wear a cowbell. Yeah, I could see myself doing that. Like one of the little ones, not a full-on cowbell. Like those are, like the the actual cowbells, the one that my father-in-law has is gigantic. It's as big as my head. Mm. Martha says, I have a bear bell, but I think it's pretty useless. Hmm. I like this one. I think that there was a second sentence in there somewhere. But I like it leaving it like this. What's sound, what sound like says, just a random thought, comma. And that's the end of it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Shannon says, I, it hasn't arrived, but I'm getting the knife ring thing. And there's a mace attachment. Go guarded is what it's called. Okay. Um, you'll have to let us know how that works out for you. Um, but Dad Renner also says, get a real folding knife and spray. Yeah, I mean... It's just it seems like a lot but i mean i guess if that's what it takes it makes me feel sad to think about that 
Mm, well, there's something else here that I wanted to get to. Um, someone, oh, here we go. Richard Huey says, been running in the Bondi 8s, recently got a pair of Rebel 3s. Now I'm getting Achilles soreness. Should I switch back to the higher stack for New York City? Um, what has something else changed besides just the shoes? Because I don't, the Bondi's are a four millimeter drop. It's like Achilles soreness strikes me more as like a drop situation. The Rebels are six or eight, eight millimeter drop. They're not a 10 millimeter drop shoe. I don't, I don't think that that in and of itself would be the difference. And I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily the stack height. Has there been a change in intensity or anything? Um, that's kind of what I, that's what happens to me with the Achilles is when the Achilles bother me, it's because I've ramped up in intensity really quickly, very suddenly. So like backing off the intensity might be all you need and it might not necessarily be a shoe problem. But I also feel like when it comes to running a marathon, there's a lot that goes into like the tried and true, right? It's kind of like the, uh, a different facet of the same like coin, I guess, side of the same coin, not two sides. Maybe it's the same, two sides of the same coin. I'm not really sure how I'm putting this, but like a corollary to nothing new on race day is that familiar things on race day may work better than an otherwise objectively better alternative because it's familiar. You know what I mean? So like if the Bondi's like, I mean, you still have a little bit of time between now and New York. So on a day, um, if you have a, like a mini long run left this weekend, get their Bondi eights back out. See if those make you feel better. If they do go with that. Um, if they don't, then, you know, I would hit, uh, start to taper a little bit more aggressively. Um, and then, uh, make a, a game time decision a little bit closer. That's kind of what I would think about. All right. Um, I think that's going to be a good place to leave it for today, guys, especially since I already lost my other camera. I, I just feel like that battery hasn't been lasting as long, huh? I don't know what's up with that. Um, we'll have to, I'll have to investigate or maybe I just got to stop using, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, not a huge deal. Um, there won't be any more live stream until Monday. Monday, we'll do another Monday mukbang. And next week's going to be a short week because we got travel for the New York City Marathon. So we'll have only like Monday through Wednesday next week. Um, over the weekend, I'll have a long run. And then the Monday video should be about the SC Elite. So I'll talk about it a little bit more detail there. So uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy that. And uh, until I see you guys again, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.